Before we get into today's episode, I want to make sure you heard about our Organized Chaos end of the year giveaway. One lucky winner is going to get a $100 gift card to the Trainual Swag Shop. All you've got to do is go to trainual.com backslash OC survey and enter your email. That's how we'll notify you if you've won. And then just answer a few questions about the show. All of the questions are centered around you, your listening experience. It's the perfect opportunity to provide feedback on what you want more of in the show, and I'll be reading every response. Again, go to trainual.com backslash OC survey, or click on the link in the episode description. We'll announce the winner on December 23rd, 2022. Thanks for participating, and I look forward to building the best possible show for you all as we head into 2023. Now, back to today's episode. I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. The Apple fans, there you we know, go. the, the there products. Ridiculous, yeah. right? Apple's a religion. Are you kidding me? If I ever talked PCs with uh, my brother-in-law, right, they wouldn't talk to me anymore, right? The fact that I use a PC, I'm a pariah. I can't even bring it to the house. I have to like check it in the garage or something like that. That's a great example. Uh, number two, I'm from New York, and uh, one of the communities I'm involved in is the New York Mets. Do you know anything about the Mets? Yeah, I know. I know more about Arizona teams, but New York Mets. <laughs> they are, being a Mets fan since 19, in 1969, I was like uh, 11 years old, and the New York Mets came from nowhere to win the World Series, and it changed my life. I've been a rooter of the underdog and a, a, a like um, counterintuitive investor, and I have just been a contrarian for my whole life because I had a, Mets, you know I had a Mets hat once because everyone else was wearing Yankees hats, and I wanted to be a little different. <laughs> okay. Uh, when I grew up in New York, everybody was a Yankee fan and I'm like, screw that. I'm going to do the, and then they won the world series. And I'm like, yeah. And being a Met fan is hard, but they have the community, right? You support the community by buying those hats, those jerseys, right? Uh, uh, the Mets games are on Twitter now all the time, which is amazing. You go to the games, right? We now have a good owner, Stephen Cohen, right? He spent a lot of money. We have the largest payroll in, um, major league. $290 million payroll because uh, Steve Cohen is worth $14 billion and he wants to win a World Series. So he's investing in the team. Uh, but for 30 years, right, we defined ourselves. You see the Boston caps in Arizona. You see the Diamondback caps totally. all the time. Yeah. You never saw a Met cap, right? No one ever wore their Met baseball cap on an airplane the way the Boston or the Yankees peoples do because it was embarrassing, right? You were a you were in the community that the only people that were recognized that community were people that uh, were dysfunctional and understood that 30 years of like rooting for a team that was never going to win was somehow therapeutic or that was your genetics, right? And uh, so it's a perfect example of community because everybody come together, commiserate, elicit emotion, right? Just pay money to be part of that community. Uh, maybe not me because I'm the cheapest guy in North America, but most <laughs> people would buy the jerseys, right? And uh, an example of, uh, creating a um, a community, a, a B2C community that's very, very helpful. So you can kind of at the top of my screen, see this little basketball yeah. and I'm a, I'm a huge Phoenix Suns fan. And so okay. I think the lesson here, which is so great that you're sharing is that how do we get our customers and our communities at work to be as engaged as a sports fan is in their team? 
You know, like, how do you want to talk about it? How do you want to buy the merchandise? How do you be proud that you're part of this and talk to the other fans that you're sharing about news? Um, that's something that I think we can all aspire to. So great tip there. And then also about the flywheel versus the funnel. I love the super simple distinction of it's seller oriented versus buyer oriented. And if we can create processes that are reacting to when a buyer is on a page and wants to buy, that's entirely different than interrupting somebody. So such great tips there. I've got to ask though about the changing environment right now. So there's so many things that are changing with, you know, privacy laws and we can't have the tracking on the ads and the price of ads is is going up on all these platforms. And so what what should marketers or companies be doing differently for their marketing or marketing as you say strategies <laughs> given these current challenges? Yeah, lean into the community, right? A good idea. You want to make sure you never lose a customer. Right? Unless everybody has customers they want to get rid of right? Fire those customers, right? Replace them with people that are more mainstream where you're providing the best value, where you know you can hit the ball out of the park, where you know that you get 10 out of NPS. I always ask the question, Chris, um, do you have happy customers? Everybody always says yes. Another universal yes. I'm like, how do you know? And they're like, oh, all the people I talk to are happy. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't do an NPS survey every month. And they're like, what's NPS? Right. And I know you know that, but uh, yeah. net promoter score is a great way to get the tangible data of understanding how valuable you are. And in some of the companies I've invested, when they've gone out and done their first NPS, it's uh, a great awakening to make sure that you have the tangible uh, data, that you're studying exactly what you need to improve that expert. Right. So you want to uh, lean into that customer base, lean into that community. You want to do special uh, uh, marketing just for your customers, right? Not just for everybody, but you want to have special webinars. You want to uh, have a customer council. You want to make sure that you, as the CEO, are picking up the phone and calling your top 10 customers, right? Uh, this is a great story. I did a program in uh, Arizona at a local restaurant. And the, guy, the owner of the restaurant called me up and said, how did it go? I'm like, it was awesome. He's like, I want all your business. And I just happened to pick up which refutes the, the uh, point that people never pick up. And uh, I'm like, who is this? He's like, uh, you held a, a function at my restaurant last night. I'm like, you're the owner? And he's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, it looked like it was awesome. I'm like, it was awesome. He goes, I want all your business. I'm like, you got it. One phone wow. call. I locked in the next 12 events that I'm ever going to do. I'm always going to do it. At, uh, the guy was nice enough. So I tell all entrepreneurs, every Friday, you pick up the phone and call two folks that are your top customers. You say, um, uh, Chris, this is Dan from HubSpot. I wanna thank, because the first time they might not pick up. I wanna thank you for your business. You're, uh, we've been working together for almost a year. I appreciate your help. I appreciate you being a customer. We wanna be the best partner we can possibly be. Here's my cell phone. If you ever have a call, you call me directly. And if a CEO calls you with that message, right? Number one, it's impressive. Number two, you're like, okay, yeah, I got a direct, like line to the top. Number three, right? Oh, you can always say the second time you call them, call them every six months. You're like, by the way, stroke your chin and go, do you know anybody that might be interested, not a direct competitor that may uh, be helpful for HubSpot or training or something like that? And it could be a, a good way. Okay, I'll make it easy for you. That's my big line, right? How can I make it easy for you? I want to do the introduction, but if you know anybody, right? I want to make, that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to make it easy for what they're doing. 
I love that. Such a simple tip. I started messaging uh, our, our list of top customers a few a week on LinkedIn, just starting conversations. We don't have everybody's phone numbers, but I started just messaging people on LinkedIn and the responses I get back are amazing. I have conversations with these people. I've hopped on a couple of Zooms with them. And uh, sure. I, I think that's such a great tip and it's something a lot of people don't do. You're proving my point, right? You're a new age entrepreneur. You're a good guy. You're actively involved in customer delight. Right. As the top dog, you're working to try to understand unfettered feedback. It will pay a huge dividend. Okay. So events, community, CEO calling, measuring NPS, all these things. Are there channels, marketing channels that you think people should be leaning into right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you looking at the chat? Because uh, Trent is messaging us saying we need to leave a few minutes for comments in the chat thing. And okay, uh, first wrong. of all, I think this is Joe's question, actually. One of two things working best for you now. So we can put Joe's question up. Joe, thank you for the question. But um, are, are there a couple channels that you think are really working? Yeah. So number one, uh, we have this event called Inbound. <coughs> and Inbound uh, will have 10,000 people here. It's held in Boston every year. Uh, Barack Obama is speaking this year. And it is quite amazing. Right. We lean into those events because it gives opportunity for people to come together. This year it's live. The last two years it's all been or three years it's been virtual. Right. But I think uh, human beings are social animals. And even if you're um, I urge even startups like uh, folks that only have six customers, get all six customers in a room, buy them breakfast, mm -hmm. do a lunch and learn. Right. Uh, just get everybody together to start the establishing the community early. And if you do that, number one, you got the motion. Number two, you want to thank those early customers, right? Um, being an early customer for a startup company is sometimes hard, right? Not everything is baked. Not all the technology is kind of there and the ability to uh, thank them, to stay close to them, to appreciate them, right? And um, to uh, get them together, right? I think goes a long way and it's inexpensive. Right. You pay 50 bucks for some Subway sandwiches, right? Or some breakfast sandwiches. And you just get everybody in your office or if they have to come in uh, like uh, via Zoom or LinkedIn because you don't want to, um, they don't want to drive. That's okay too. Right. But it, uh, human beings are like they're social animals and the ability to get everybody together, understand they're all working through the problem is exactly the reason why you run an organized camp, right? Because everybody has the same problem. If they can pick up one thing, calling your best customer, understanding how to optimize the website understanding their niche, understanding the inbound organization that it's worth uh, 45 minutes. You know, quick case study for that. In the first year of Trainual, we had our, our first five or six affiliates or people that were referring us. We had them all fly in for an event that we put on for them in that day. And in the last couple of years, they probably generated over a million dollars in business for us. But it was because we just got them all together in the same room and had them talking. And so that so beautifully sums up like, connecting that's what it's all about building a community where people can connect where they can evangelize what you're doing or they can share their success and their stories and their tips so all of that just creates a buyer first process and i think that's what this is all about okay that was a great sum up oh my goodness did you have that written down somewhere chris ronzio you're like a genius uh, very very good and you're a great you're, entrepreneur you're a genius too so where can people follow you if they want to hear more dan tire uh, just connect on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Dan Tire, executive of HubSpot. Uh, DanTire.com is my website, right? I do a lot of public speaking. My uh, mission is to do the most good for the universe, right? I uh, periodically invest in companies, although I miss Trainual, which I uh, give Chris a little bit of a hard time about, but 
one of two companies that I missed, but uh, you guys are doing fine without Dan Tyer's help. And um, I'm like, I want to help people, right? Uh, the most fun I have is coming on podcasts like this, right? I like three today, three presentations, because um, with a little bit of experience, right? Uh, helping entrepreneurs scale is my passion. I started HubSpot for startups at uh, HubSpot, right? I love HubSpot. I'm still fully employed there after 15 years, right? I got a big orange heart. They're going to have to carry me out in an orange coffin, right? It's an amazing company, right? That helps um, millions of uh, individuals, companies grow better, right? It's great to be associated with the company. No one would uh, recognize me if I didn't wear my HubSpot t-shirt. And um, I'm at people service. If I can be helpful, just let me know. And to the extent of my bandwidth, I'll um, try to deliver. Well, thank you so much, Dan. And even though you didn't invest, I appreciate all your help from the sidelines. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you very much, Chris. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.